I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Welcome to It's Your Funeral, the podcast where we interview guests about the most important day of their afterlives. As ever, I'm here with my partner in Morbid, Sam Hammond, a.k.a. Von Cruz. Sam, how are you? Very well, thanks. How are you, mate? Very good. What have you been up to? Have you been to any funerals since we last went on air? Are we allowed funerals at the moment? I don't know. If, are they allowed again now? Uh, what, because we're still in... We're still in it's such yeah, a for confu- a while, you were only allowed like two people there, weren't you? But, it, it's um, a genuinely confusing time where it feels like we're not in lockdown, but we still are. We've recorded, we're recording this in like early August. Well, we're all pretending that there's no plague anymore, so we'll probably all be going to some funerals soon. <laughs> Hopefully yours. I'd actually genuinely like to go to yours. I wanted to talk a little bit about funeral crashing. Is that a thing? Would you crash a funeral? Should we start doing it? I don't want to go to the ones that I'm invited to, so no, I'm not doing that. But <laughs> I like the idea that you get invites to a funeral. Yeah, you do. Don't, I, I do, actually. I don't know. I don't know if you do. No, I've never had one through the post. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you find out that someone's died, and then you either go or you don't. I'm yeah. not sure. Um, speaking of which, we want to hear from you guys at home about any weird, funny, I don't know, just interesting stories that you have around the subject of funerals or death or anything. The best stuff we get in, we'll read out on the show. So send anything you've got to pod it's your funeral at gmail.com that's pod it's your funeral at gmail.com but as you know we like to interview a new guest in every episode so today our guest is comedian actor talk show host podcaster and dj joey page joey how are you oh mate that was that was beautiful i didn't even know i acted <laughs> so thanks for that i think I've, i must have found that on wikipedia or something no, i've done some do you have but... a wikipedia page no can someone do me a Wikipedia page? You've got to be Also, a- if you're listening wondering who is this guy, you're correct. I haven't got a Wikipedia page, so technically. Wait. How do you get one? Uh, no, well, you have to do it yourself. Well, a lot of people do it, do it yourself. No. Do you that's know, quite rat, rat someone out that's done, done their own. Have you done your own? No, I don't have one. <laughs> I don't I'll have, do yours. Oh, well, I'll rat, one, I'll rat someone out. My brother has one. And in it includes the fact that me and him developed a pilot for a panel show years ago. I'm like, literally nobody knows about that. He must have done it himself. So I'll wrap my own brother out. I'm not afraid to do that. Um, Joey, how has your lockdown been? What have you been up to? Uh, it's, it's been all right. I mean, like, no, one, no one's died in my... So I'm, I feel very lucky about I mean, that. No one's but, died in your life. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly how I meant it. And then also, like... Yeah, I mean, I'm skint, but I'm I'm just sort of staying out of trouble trying to write and make stuff that no one's ever going to see because the world might never go back to normal. Tell us a bit about the podcast and the, the talk show and stuff. Yeah, well, I basically kind of tried to use it as a sort of... Uh, the government money that they give you for being self-employed, I tried to use that as... Uh, 
almost like a writing a writer's fee to just yeah. like create some stuff is that the so, furlough 80 percent of yeah. what you earned last year stuff yeah, yeah. before you put through loads of expenses right or after you put through loads. so it's like <laughs> not actually that much right 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 so yeah, it's been right for putting it all through as you know, so what we're talking, we're talking, what we're audience, we're talking to an honest man here. By the sound of it, an honest, potentially stupid man. No, it's all within the guidelines, <laughs> according to my. All right, Rishi's mate, a- accountant. Is that okay. what they're called? Uh, I believe they're called accountants. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I I got a podcast that I do with my best mate from school, who's a very successful journalist and weirdly judge on MasterChef. Oh called Jimmy Famarewa and we do we do a podcast called JJ's Album Club where one week we review some big albums that have come out and then the intermittent week we interview somebody famous about an album that they love okay wait so, so is that which MasterChef is that because for me the one is it's John Tarode oh no and... like he's a guest but he's on every he's been on like the last four series as like a guest judge god that like... really shows how long it's been since I've watched MasterChef yeah. Uh, so he's a chef, but also no, really he's, into. No, he, so he's he's a he's a writer oh, and a journalist, and he's it. now the like food critic for the Evening Standard. Okay. So like if you're food. listening and someone's chewed out your restaurant, then it was him. Yeah. Don't listen to the podcast, basically. <laughs> okay. And so it's a but it's a music podcast. So what's his and uh, his link to what's his link to music? Because oh, also you DJ all... you DJ uh, Fubar Radio and yeah stuff. I mean I don't know if I do anymore. But I, might, <laughs> I, I genuinely don't know at the moment if I do. Joey anyway. potentially previously DJed for Fubar Radio. Yeah. Um, but his link to music is just he's into it. Uh, well, he was always the person that used to be like listen to this, listen to this, and then he's done loads of mu- music journalism as well. So he like writes for like the Guardian and, and Apple and stuff like that like does the write ups he does loads of stuff basically god Sam's a musician I'm friends with him but Sam you aren't as famous as this guy by the sound of it annoying no. well, but also because he's a food critic I, I'm the only one without a real job outside of lockdown and so whenever he has to do a restaurant review he's like do you want to come for lunch That's some great. swanky restaurant and I'll just always turn up and go this place is like a library what are we doing in here back to the subject yes. matter Joey, uh, as I mentioned before we went on, I feel like the, the key to why we started doing this podcast, It's Your Funeral, is I like the idea, uh, or I've thought a lot in my life about what my funeral would be like. Is that something you fantasized about? No, not really. Like, Oh my God, uh, it's just me. Well, no, <laughs> I, I just don't, I don't ever imagine dying. I know that sounds stupid. I think probably because I'm really scared of it, but I just, ah. Oh. Yeah, it terrifies me a bit. And that doesn't mean I'm not going to come up with some killer answers. But <laughs> Maybe you'll be the first person to live forever. Well, it's not that you don't think, shit. It's not that you don't think you're going to die. It's that you don't want to think about it. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. And so also, I, amongst my mates at home, my nickname is The Colonel because I organise everything. Okay. And I think this is the one thing, quite rightly, I won't have to organise. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So This is your chance to organise it. Well, I know. So Well, that's it. A lot of people do spend a lot of time and put away money organising their funerals but are you suggesting Listen, that you don't want to do that? No, I, they, they would do that won't they? I, I haven't even got like I haven't got any like money saved for anything <laughs> ever no. it costs more to write a will than my entire net worth so there's no point doing no, you it you can done for like 50 quid or has things got that bad well yeah no yeah. <laughs> okay let's turn this into a hypothetical podcast <laughs> let's imagine that, that money is no object but, but also Seriously, I see adverts, and obviously I know now, mainly because I have a lot of friends who work in sales and stuff, but I know that adverts are tailored to me. So if I'm watching, you know, sport, that's yeah. why I'm getting, uh, you know, and I'm a near 40-year-old man, that's why I'm getting a lot of, um, 
you know, Viagra adverts. And, and, al- and also, and betting adverts. And that's also why probably I get lots of adverts these days about uh, getting health insurance. And also you see adverts for uh, don't forget to put away enough money for your funeral because apparently it can cost upwards of like five grand. So hypothetically, yeah, maybe be- we need I, to... I'm not a big believer in that because uh, I got married for like seven grand and that's unheard of. Like, <laughs> I did it on such on the that is a That is on the budge. Yeah. And you've been... Billy Big Biscuits over covering the World Cup couldn't come, but it was the best wedding I've been to. I'm afraid I was working that day, and I'm annoyed because I saw the photos and I was very jealous, very annoyed. But bad for seven grand, though, is it? Very good. But also, let's imagine this. Then you mentioned about you're married. Yeah. So imagine this. I know you don't want to think about it, Mm. but you drop dead tomorrow, and you leave your lovely wife having to deal with your funeral. Like my parents will sort it out. (laughs) And that's that's not to say I come from rich parents. Like my oh yeah, covering your back, Joe. No. Um. My, my old man just did loads of uh, loads and loads of electrician jobs, probably quicker than he should have done, more unsafe than he should have done, and probably paid less tax on than he should have. I don't want to keep talking about tax today. Wait, was that to pay for your wedding? Huh? To pay for your wedding, no, or just, just in, in general? in general, so I think, right. you know... He can afford your funeral. Yeah, if he had to, tomorrow, I reckon he's got it covered. Well, so yeah. in the first episode, uh, where I just spoke to Sam about his thoughts, Sam said he's not even sure he wants a funeral, he'd just like to be left out by the bins. Okay. I'm not asked, yeah. I've just never... I don't know. I just think it's a waste of everyone's time. I don't like putting people out. I don't like having a birthday party. I hate it. Oh, no. You know? See, I'm the opposite. Yeah, I'm I, the love opposite. A, I love a bash. I like to spend a week on my birthday, if possible. Yeah, yeah. Most nights. Wanker. I know. Complete wanker. That's <laughs> fine. But at least it's a, it's the self-awareness that matters. Yeah. Um, so, Joey, as someone who you've admitted you've, you know, you've done your wedding on a budget, would you be keen to then let your funeral be done as cheaply as possible? And how might that look? Because no, this is a hypothetical podcast. Mm-hmm. Well, no, it's a real podcast, but yeah. a hypothetical yeah. question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're not just here in the ether, like, invisible. I, I don't... Be I think it'd be pretty sad if I'm predicting that I'm going to be penniless when I can clearly give any answer I want. So let's, <laughs> let's give ourselves a bit of leeway here and say that I'm going to have a sort of fairly successful career. Definitely. Okay, from yeah. this point forward. That's where the real hypotheticals come in. Yeah, 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 that's what I'm saying. All right, let's... We're all, we're all as successful as we want to be. We're all doing well. You've unfortunately dropped dead earlier than you... Well, actually, I think that's a good question. Mm. When, when, you know, when have you died? How have you died and when have you died? Right. I, I thought about this question on the way here. And I thought, I'm just going to predict it when yeah. I get here. And I'm not uh, a religious person or anything like that. But I'm going to call on some sort of spiritual awakening. And the answer's going to come to me. And I'm going to say, the 14th of January, 2088. Okay. Wow. Which does mean... I will be 104. <laughs> but I think that's pretty much perfect. I think I'm going to be pretty hard to kill off. What evidence do we have to back up that you have the health minerals to make that happen? Do you have any uh, genetics yes. family who's lived long, long time? No, but I feel like my old man is going to be incredibly hard to kill. Like he's one of these people that's indestructible. He's tried. He, I don't think you have no, to kill him. <laughs> no, but as in like, like it, he'll be the last one standing at the bar, doesn't get hangovers. He's always like, Party, party, keep going. Yeah. He's up the next day, first one up, doing the breakfast, all that kind of thing. And I just can't see him. Just sounds like an alcoholic to me. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, you know, up for golf, 6 a.m., he's out, he doesn't care. Like, he's been getting up 5, 6 a.m. his whole life. Is your dad Jimmy Page? No, unfortunately not. No. It's Mickey. And you'd you'd know if you've met him. Similar (laughs) constitution by the same. You've met him, haven't you? Have I think I? you met him at a pub in, in uh, Greenwich in the Gypsy Mountains. Yeah, I think I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my God, old I'd school. I just done up the creek. I was just going to do it. I can't yeah. Which. No, I think I really, I really remember that. Uh, Sam, I didn't think I asked you this. What, what, 
what age do you think you'll make it to? I'd be, I don't know. I mean, I'm reasonably healthy now. Been a vegetarian all my life, vegan. Stopped doing most of the drugs. So yeah, probably being, like... Being a vegan, that me, may mean you die of pretentiousness though. Like an no, early I mean, I usually death. don't tell people. So I'm, I'm, yeah, I shouldn't really announce that then. But it's only, you know, in context of the question. I don't tell people because vegans are generally wankers. What made you change to veganism? Um, I started freaking out. Just got issues with food. I was brought up vegetarian, but then I... Um, every time I ate some cheese which is delicious and I miss it every day but like every time I ate some I was like oh no what and I kept thinking about what it was and I couldn't stop thinking about exactly what it was I was like it's so not the process of like what it does to the animal but well, I, I, I am conscious is. of that now like yeah. well, that wasn't I, I must admit that wasn't the decision maker no it was um, it was that I was going this is rotting congealed teat milk from a cow why am I eating this mm. why am I rather than going this is delicious this is some premium cathedral city <laughs> like i'm an overthinker but i'm i think the one place where i don't overthink is with food i don't want to yeah. i don't want to get into that no, situation no, no. it's too scary for me um joey our hypothetical funeral that we're talking about yes we talked about uh in the opening episode with me and sam i talked about having a fancy in my head of like a pew where all of my exes are just sat there <laughs> have you thought about who who would go to your funeral and who wouldn't and how it would look in that front on that on that front i don't think any of my exes would go to my funeral <laughs> they, they'd be welcome but I, <laughs> I don't think they would come what's the venue what's the venue uh well it, it's hard i i think because i'm going to become quite successful yeah and live quite a long life <laughs> Massively I, th- successful. I think it's i'm not be- laughing at the thought of you no. becoming successful you are successful joe no, well not you've yet. been on never mind the buzzcocks yeah but i spent that money ages ago <laughs> i'm talking about all right i'm gonna be wealthy and people uh, like you know never mind the buzzcocks hasn't been on telly for 10 years don't think <laughs> it's so. true so let's get it right it's still uh, a big cr- i mean I'm, i assume you still use it on your uh, stand-up posters and stuff no uh, i would I did last time I did a show, but I think that I, I said to myself that was the last time, but I say that every year. Yeah. <laughs> this is the last time I'm going to use that accolade. Uh, but I think it'll be abroad. Yeah. yeah, I think I'm going to be living in somewhere of a, of a nicer climate. Not Marb, nicer than today, because like, like, we'll be dead. Yeah, it's but, very, very hot. Like Marbs? Somewhere like Marbs in Spain? No, I'm talking like, you know, like Hawaii, America, oh. somewhere. I think I'll be in America somewhere. Lovely. You look and like so, you're in Florida today. Yeah. yeah I've, Joey's in all Dr- white and a, and a trucker hat kind of vibe. Is it a trucker hat? Uh, it's, it's a baseball cap. It's just a baseball cap from uh, Golden Gate National Parks. Oh, and you're doing some hashtag ad. Excellent. A <laughs> <laughs> um, sponsorship there. But, so I think... Yeah, people would have to come to me, so that that might be a bit of an issue. Maybe I'll do two. Maybe I'll do a London. Maybe my own will travel round, like the World Cup goes round, or the FA Cup. It'll go to each venue. I think it's as we as we discussed in the first episode. I think going to funerals is bad enough as it is. Definitely not going to just start going around to different different. Although to be honest, you know, if there's one in Hawaii, then maybe I'd be up for the travel. People get pissed off enough when they get invited to a wedding in like. Hawaii, you know, and you're like, you've got much money. You're not going to go to a funeral over there. See, one thing I do think about a lot is how people will, like, what will get said in your eulogy by the guy or girl or whoever. (laughs) Who chooses... I mean that's another the thing, family, isn't it? The family, the family, someone. unless you presumably unless you've written it in your will, I want this person to. Yeah, do yeah. it's just whoever comes with the venue. I think mm-hmm. most of the time, yeah. unless you want like a life celebrant, Wait, which who, is different. Oh, I it. see. You mean, oh, you mean like the vicar person rather yeah, yeah, than yeah, yeah. rather than the person who stands? Because I'm, I thought when you said eulogy, I was thinking of the person who gets up and 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 talks like, like um Earl Spencer at Princess Diana's funeral, who right, did the yeah, very yeah. famous 
Like anti-royal. What oh, a, what actually, a, I've had an idea. That was brilliant. Go I would it. have a famous person do it. That like you know, and you can pay on them websites now, like a cameo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have someone really famous come and do, do it. a video message. Or no, actually turn come and up. do it. Like, oh my god! And then could, just pretend they're that, all the oh, we know each other, though, aren't they? Like H from Steps or something. It'll be him, you know. But I'll pretend that we were friends. Yeah, that'd like be in good. the in the eulogy, yes. they'll pretend. You could get Katie Price to do it. Yeah. Oh my god! I'll outlive her. She's not lived very well. She'll she? surely she's not got long left. I don't she'll think. surely explode. Her legs fell off this week. I mean, legs <laughs> fell off this week. You know what? All I'm thinking is we need to get this out before she dies, because <laughs> otherwise, I'm not sure we've got alibis. We need to try and get her on here. Oh my god, I'd love to, but not now you've done that. Do you remember when she had to sell? I remember when she got so bankrupt she had to sell her pink horse box, and it was very upsetting oh. for everyone in the Daily Mail. Oh, Katie. Um, okay, so we're in Hawaii. Uh, we've got uh, H from Steps doing the eulogy. <laughs> I- I tell you what I would like as well. You know, outdoor ones where it's like a pyre and they just basically set fire to everything. What? Just the body is on a pyre? Like no, it's man. like it's in like a. It is literally in like a wicker coffee. Oh, you can yeah. do that, and then you can do that in certain. But it's only it in sounds certain like the states vegan way of doing it. It's only in certain states in America. But then everybody like has the party and the wake but it for as long as it's burning. Oh, because so no, you... they put all like nice like they put all spices and herbs. So it smells. They put Febreze on it. I think it's, yeah, it might be more like cinnamon. I was going to say like paprika, but people would want to eat it then, wouldn't they? <laughs> I think, the, I think the, the real honest answer is that me and my wife, who always said that we're going to die at the same time. How? Because we're in love. Like, no, I, I, I know. As in, like, I, just I, I in get- when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Oh, age, that, that we'll both be so old that one will die and the other one will be like, I'm just going right now as well. Oh my God, that is so romantic, Joey. But... That's going to be on the... Uh, that's going to be the social media cut. Great. Put together. Um, good, because we've talked about this at length. 
in, in our lives. That's so it nice. It does happen that though, yeah. isn't it? Like it does happen. People die of a broken heart. Yeah. yeah. But also, but also, it's what what's so nice. Sorry to interrupt, but what's so nice about it is having known you before you met your wife. It's so lovely <laughs> to see you as this person who has found someone who you can openly talk about that. I I was always I was always looking for what I've got now, but in between, like I said, none of my ex girlfriends come into my funeral. No, probably a reason for that. Would your wife knock them out? No, she doesn't care. She's the nicest person going. Really. She really is, yeah. She's super lovely. Uh, but anyway, this isn't about her. Let's carry. <laughs> no, but, and so so, you, so one of you will die, and the other one will die so soon after funeral, that you'll have a double funeral. But then also one double funeral, one coffin, basically on top of each other. Well, two things about the coffin. One, I want to be in like a matching like uh, print kind of going on holiday shirt and shorts. Yeah, Do you know what I mean, these matching sets you can buy on ASOS now. <laughs> Yeah. A colourful, free-coloured. Yeah, yeah. And then also, <laughs> because the actual facts of life are that we've all come from, you know, the beginning of the Big Bang. Like, we all come from the same bit of stardust or whatever all that technical jargon is for it. But we're all made from the same stuff somehow. Mm. It would be nice if we could be put into, like, the same thing so that we would kind of stay together. Like, if we were put yeah. into a tree or some, something like that. Yeah. You'd get eaten by the worms together. Yeah. So romantic. Or put in a tree. No, that's exactly right. And Sam, yeah, yeah. you mentioned the, the idea of that in the in the first step too. Being yeah, so I think you can be sort of put into a tree somewhere. It I'll, seems yeah. kind of cool. So mm. so we talked we've talked potential pyre. We've talked together with your wife. Very like Joey, the brownie points you're getting through these answers is fantastic. Oh, it's yeah. almost like you've it's thought why she ain't gonna listen, is she? It's almost like you've thought ahead. <laughs> I don't know, maybe you'll play it to her if you're impressed with it. Who knows? Uh, feel Put free it on to, when we're around. Feel free to let us <laughs> feel free to let us subscribe and leave a comment. Um do you envisage uh so if you're together, do you envisage kind of you being um oh yeah, you said so you're in like uh ASOS where, Hawaiian and would she be matching? She or would, or would she get to choose what she wants to wear? <laughs> She'd get to choose, but we do, sometimes we match clothes a bit. Not even on purpose. Did, did you not see on my birthday? We're both wearing pink, uh, pink button-up shirts. It's just that was by accident. To be honest, this feels like a therapy no. session. This feels like something I could never achieve. I can help just you. Just this level of love. I can help you, by the way. I mean, I feel for the audience now, you should tell us how you met your lovely wife. I know the story, but um, it's a romantic at a story. At uh, Shoreditch, what's it called? Box, Box Park. Park. I was doing a gig in the food court. Right. I was headlining a gig. <laughs> the only romance eight, of comedy, guys. Only eight people had turned up. I was headlining. So, like I said, not yeah. a big draw. What was and, your payment for that night? Uh, I think it was like... I think I got 100 quid for that. That's sweet. That's, that's and, good. And I was on my way, actually, to the Enemy Awards after party, after the gig, oh, yeah. with my then-girlfriend, oh. who was late, and she was meeting me at the gig. And then I basically really fancied one of the eight audience members just from seeing her on while you were well performing. and like you know there's not there's not really anywhere to go it's like five comedians and eight audience members i had to wait around for the whole gig yeah you know so you have to work out if you fancy any of them yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then uh no, i was in i was in an awful thing that i was trying to get out of and, and then i was just like after the gig didn't end up going to the enemy awards had a big row of my girlfriend Went on Facebook on the way home because I, I decided not to stay. I was get the bus back to my mum and dad's because my life was going brilliantly. And <laughs> I went on the Facebook event for the gig and it said one person attended and it was her. So I thought, this must mean something. Maybe, I don't know. And I just asked her out on a date and then she said Sunday. So I was like, right, I've got like a week to split off my girlfriend. And then I did wow. that. 
And then, yeah, we've been together ever since. Mark Zuckerberg brought you together, essentially. Yeah, yeah and also a guy wandering across one of my best jokes uh, to get a delivery order in his helmet, just so <laughs> to deliver a punchline. It's absolutely livid. Did you, I, I mean, I'm amazed slightly by the tech element of it, which is, I believe, when you write Facebook messages to someone you're not friends with, they go into that special folder. A lot yeah, but I don't time. think they the used to. The creep folder. Was it the creep folder, yeah. <laughs> I don't think they used to, did they? Well, this obviously is, not. This is a long time ago. Maybe she was checking the creep folder for creeps. Yeah, I remember. Mom was there. Yeah, yeah. I remember when I first checked the creep folder, and I was disappointed with the lack of creepy, uh, creepy yeah. entries. Um, that is a very romantic story, Giant. Annoying because obviously I can't, I can't better any of that romance in any way. And not for the other girl. Well, no, not for her. And we won't, <laughs> and we won't talk anymore. She definitely won't be listening. But she She's might be at your funeral. She might come in like spitting knives. I was worried she was going to turn up at my wedding. But that's yeah. stop. I mean, is it enough? How would she have known? Uh, well, social media, I suppose. Social media. Um, what's your uh, funeral history? Have you been to a lot of funerals? Have there been any you've thought, oh, oh this is a good one? This is something yeah, I wouldn't yeah, want to yeah. do? Yeah, uh, I've been to some good and bad ones. Um, so it was like a distant family member. Yeah. And the per- person doing the thing, they didn't want to say anything. So they just basically said what was going to happen and handed over to like one of the sons. And he did the whole thing, but he kind of, because him and his dad didn't get on that well. It oh, kind of made no. it a bit about him. It was God. really weird. And then the wake was in a harvester. Um, and then... Have you ever used the salad bar before, sir? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then... The wake was in a harvester. <laughs> We've talked in the first one about how bleak wakes are and how like usually it's like <sighs> the Morrison's buffet. But harvester feels like a step above that, at least. Because I don't know about that. Was there a, was there a, a free... Was, you know, was there any element of free bar? There, there was, no, there was food there. Sausage yeah. rolls. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it would have been uh, it would have yeah, been, been grilled it would have been chicken on the bar- on the harvester barbecue. Yeah. I went to one recently. Um my friend uh Joe, we used to call him Haystacks because he was like seven foot tall, like giant haystacks. Mm-hmm. And he just had music play for the whole of his because he was so into music. Like his mate got up and said a couple of things and said uh but he's just picked five songs and he just wants you all to listen to them and think about whatever you want to think that's about nice. and that was really nice so that's quite a nice way to do yeah. it i think mm. and then, and it was jam-packed and it's like that's one thing i want okay. like any comedian yeah. i want it to be sold out <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah you're I don't want, be like, hugely successful there. so yeah but that means making a lot of friends when i'm in my like late 90s because most people i know all about lived yeah because you're going to be 104 yeah, yeah. but you're going to be really famous so they'll be like the public will just be lying in the streets anyway it's true. like, I'll have, like I'll jade goody's one. funeral like jade goody's funeral where the screens are outside yeah, yeah. princess diana yeah uh someone do me a water fountain <laughs> that everyone falls over on and breaks their legs do you remember that they yeah. made the diana water fountain they had to remake it because people were slipping over on it it's what she would have wanted it's exactly what she would have wanted so yeah. joey uh if we have any other guests on this show who can better having been to two funerals where the wakes are at harvesters, I will be incredibly <laughs> surprised. So that's amazing. Uh, and secondly, what you said about uh, your mate's uh, funeral who had the music made me think, have you had a think about what music you would have playing? Or um, you know how some people as well, uh, they will record, I've heard stories of funerals where people will record messages. Would mm. you do anything like that? Or would you pick out your music, any of that stuff? Uh... I asked Sam before whether I, he'd play his own music and he was like, no, that would be ridiculous. But I probably would if I made music. I don't, I don't want to get too, too mushy. Too again. late. You told the story know, about your marriage. I don't want to keep on going on about that. But maybe like, 
like Modern Love by David Bowie is like probably my favourite David Bowie song. It's a song that we had at our wedding. So that'd probably be the song if I had to pick one off the top of my head. Yeah. Who knows what kind of stuff I'm going to be into when I'm like 104. <laughs> Would you want like a... I might be into like Drillcore or something by then. Yeah. I've finally got like a late flourish for it. I don't even know what that is. I don't know what it is. I just know it's a thing. Would you want like a John Lewis ad version of Modern Love where it's like... No, you know, like I don't really want soppy. anyone covering David Bowie. No. Let him just do it himself. Yeah, right. You know, that's... Get him back. Um... And in terms of your wake, I mean, it oh. feels like it has to be at the Harvester, but maybe you've got some other idea. Well, I've just got one caveat for it, really. I think Volivants are integral to a wake. <laughs> Tell me more, You don't more, see Joe. them anywhere else. Tell see, me more, You're know, like Joe. a little prawn cocktail Volivant. <laughs> yeah. You don't see them anywhere else than at a funeral. And I feel like they're dying out. And I feel like I could be the person to, to bring them back into fashion at my own funeral. Okay, so uh, prawn cocktail, what what else are in the in the Volivants, the little... Well, you, all d'oeuvres. Well, you know what they are, don't you? Volivants, they're the little things the on the tray, things, right? Yeah, no, no, no. Yes, the, yeah, the pastry kind yeah. of like flower things. The things that you have waitresses or waitress bringing around yeah, but before... Since, but since when? Not anymore. What? When was the last time you had a volivant? Well, I don't go, to, I don't go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you don't, obviously you don't, you don't serve them at your house, but I, I guess at weddings, no? Weddings before the before the meal, uh, before the wedding. Yeah, but now breakfast. it's all like mini sliders, isn't it? And like oh, mini yeah. fish and shit, mini anything. You know, the volivant is dying out. I've not seen a volivant for years. Well, there you go. But that, only you've only got to wait another um, another two thousand eighty-eight. Imagine that point. Everyone will be like, "What the fuck is this? What is it? Yeah, oh a small God. little cup of pastry filled with prawns." Oh, Guys, yeah. you heard it here first. Joey you, Page bring back the volivant. So, so prawn cocktail. What else? What else in these volivants? I don't really mind. Like, it doesn't just have to be volivants. Oh, cheesy pineapple. Because I always used to get caned for having them, like at birthday parties, or I'd be the only one that eat them. And everyone's like, oh, oh, you love cheese and pineapple. You're like weird. On a stick. Yeah. 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 You, you, get, you get a cabbage, you cover it in foil, and that's what makes the yeah, thing you yeah. stick it into. A lot of people don't know that. I it's thought just that a was a northern thing. No. No. Definitely right. not. So wow. it's a cocktail stick with cheese and pineapple. Yeah. Uh, and, he, and that's it. And maybe... It's so weird. Maybe yeah. tied to each one... There could be like a little compliment for each guest that I've written for them before I died. Wow. There you go. <laughs> I'm serious. Now that is something that you should absolutely start doing now. Because you know, A, you know, I know you think you're going to live to 104, but you never know. Start writing those things out. That would be amazing. As I told you, I really like David Bowie. And the way that he died and his last album. Oh yeah. Oh, like yeah. all the little hidden things. Like there's a bit, people only found out like a year later that if you hold it up to the light, different constellation shows on the, I on didn't the record know that. sleeve. It's incredible. And like, it's definitely yeah. a piece of art, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. And I'm not saying I'll go quite that far, but it'd be nice to leave a couple of little mm. like little biscuits lying around. Little biscuits. Is it fair to say then? That's a really good point because we haven't brought up Bowie on this yet. Has he had the best death? He he really. It seems like he put in a lot of effort. He didn't like even in terms of nobody knowing and considering mm. how huge and famous mm. he was was amazing. Well, I, I'm a massive, massive Bowie fan, and when that album came out, I remember being on my wife's room as boyfriend and girlfriend and going, I think he's going to do Glastonbury this year on a small stage <laughs> doing this like weird jazz album. I was like, he's going to do a secret set of Glastonbury. You really saw and through he that. He died like four days oh. later. <laughs> In my memory, didn't he put it out on a Friday and he died on the Monday? Yeah. And then we all had Easter eggs on the Wednesday. Amazing foresight. <laughs> yeah. What a genius. Yeah. Sam, no yeah. pressure, but as a musician, you've got to try and better that somehow. I don't know. Did it, do you know what Hunter S. Thompson did? The writer. No. Yeah, go on. So he did, um, he left in, like quite explicit instructions about, for his funeral. 
and I think Johnny Depp paid for it in the end because he was the only one who had some money and it yeah. was his mate. And anyway, he had his ashes. I think I think I don't think it was his corpse, but he had it put into a rocket and fired into the sky in this nice. big ceremony and then it exploded over his land. Oh, like, is, there, his is this on YouTube? Yeah, it is, yeah. There's like this massive rocket. I think it was in the shape of like a knob or something. It was something really <laughs> weird. Oh wait, all <laughs> rockets are slightly valid. Yeah, and then it like, I can't remember the details. I've not looked at it for a few years. But yeah, this was his plan and then it, he exploded into the sky basically above his ranch, which was quite phenomenal. That is cool. So his ashes were in it? I think his ashes. I don't think his corpse, which would have been more spectacular and disgusting. But yeah, I think it was his ashes were put into it and, and fired into the sky but yeah i think it cost something like a million dollars johnny depp had to pay for it. it feels like elon musk might like try and go in the same way he he uh he put a car into space didn't he, elon musk one of his oh do you know what things. just have your body cryogenically frozen and have that sent into space because there'll be somebody out there who can do something with it much quicker than we can definitely like all the way into and then i'll the... come back as like king of the humans and then have, Who knows what? have you heard the Bowie rumor that um, you know Elon Musk sent the car into orbit mm. with, and, and there's like a, a dummy in the car with the helmet on and the, the car stereo is constantly playing um, Space Oddity or something okay. right and anyway it is playing but the, the rumor on the internet is that that's actually Bowie in the suit and that, that he organized it with the Elon Musk to be fired into orbit forever because like in a car because I've you I know, think that must be true. I, yeah, I, yeah, well, you, you'd hope either. so, wouldn't you? Because, you know, like, I, me and my family are quite good at like going to my grandparents, like putting flowers down on birthdays, Christmases, that sort of thing. Mm. There's got to be some better way, isn't there, than that? Like, yeah. and that is it. Imagine that. Mo- if you've got in money. a Ford Mondeo, <laughs> <laughs> orbit in the earth. Yeah. yeah. Yours is a Ford Mondeo, Sam. Yours. Um. I used to have a Fiat 126 and it was the best thing I ever owned. Mine would have to be a Volvo 340GL. It was my first car. Uh, A brick. It would be an emotional time. Joey, you've been an amazing guest. Let me ask the question we're going to ask every guest at the end. How do you want to be remembered? I just want to be remembered. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't mean like now. I mean when you die, (laughs) Joey. Yeah, but I think that's... Bigger question. I don't know. Just a good laugh, isn't it? Good laugh? Just as a nice... Uh, just like a weirdo that was a bit of a laugh I think okay Joey brilliant <laughs> have you got anything you want to plug tell us uh, more, the name of the podcast the Twitch show oh, yeah, everything yeah. Uh, so I've got a stand up special out on a thing called Next Up which if you go to Next Up Comedy forward slash Joey Page Next Up Comedy dot com forward slash Joey Page you can see the stand up special that I filmed on the night that Boris said everybody's got to go home and no one's allowed to be out and there was supposed to be 150 people there, and only 22 turned up. Yeah. But it actually turned out pretty good, and that's what was that a, what was like the feeling for you when you saw out? Oh, I wasn't going to do the gig. My my wife had to completely convince me to do it. I was like, this is pointless. What was her What was her argument? She, she was like, but there's people defying the government to be here, so you should at least do a gig for them. Yeah. And I was like, all right, but we won't use the footage. It's, you know, it's, yeah. it's not going to work. But actually, it was really good because they were so up for it, and it was, and obviously, a lot of like different feelings and energy went into it so it was great and then yeah i'm doing a, a twitch show which i know no one knows what twitch is but basically not at our age uh <laughs> it, it's basically like youtube but you can comment along it's for gamers but i'm doing a chat show on there with like loads of guests and weird comedians doing sketches and stuff and i present it a bit like a big friday night chat show every yeah. tuesday at eight o'clock and then jj's album club's the podcast and i think that's probably plenty in it 
Fantastic. Uh, guys, please do subscribe to It's Your Funeral. Drop us a comment and a rating in Apple Podcasts if that's where you're listening to us. Also, follow Vom Cruz on Instagram. That's Sam's brilliant uh, meme curation Instagram account. And have a listen to my other podcast, Almost Famous, if you like what you heard. And we'll be back next time with another episode of It's Your Funeral. Thanks a lot. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.